There is a lot to break down today with the help of Vaughn Palmer for the Vancouver Sun. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi, your pandemic pessimist here. Are you ready for it? Oh, man. <laughs> I know, there's a oh, lot, right? I listened to yesterday, and it was, it was a pretty good briefing. Uh, we, we do get a lot of detail in these. That's the first thing to say. And I, you know, I know people are busy, and they probably tuned them out, but... Uh, uh, it, it, it was worth listening to. There's some really interesting stuff in there. But, but the, the, the thing that really jumped out at me is Dr. Henry is telling us we should be rethinking our plans. And I guess my response to that is I hope she's rethinking hers because she indicated that maybe she's rethinking the restrictions we have here to deal with the very urgent threat of Omicron. But I didn't hear her say she's changing anything yet, and I don't know if it's um, looking at what's happening elsewhere. I think we should be responding very quickly here in BC, and I don't see any sign that we are. That's that's the thing about this, right? Like you, we could make recommendations, but we're almost two years into this, and I'm not sure just gently telling people is going to do the trick here. No, I, I you know, I think again, go back. Uh, over the previous waves, in each case, BC was slow to respond. And Dr. Henry's line on this, and heard it again yesterday, is, well, our pandemic response is tailored to our unique pandemic here in British Columbia. Well, two things, one thing that is not unique about our pandemic here in British Columbia is that even if we're behind the curve, when it strikes, it hits us just as hard as it does everywhere else. There were times this fall when we had some of the worst fourth wave numbers anywhere in the country. So, you know, it, first of all, we're not isolated from a global phenomenon. I guess the other thing is we've always been slow to respond. And I think the slow response in B.C. spills over into the public, which goes, oh, well, yeah, they're saying be cautious. I'm being cautious, but I'm going to go ahead with my plans. And so I think you put all that together and there is an argument, uh, which you're hearing elsewhere, for act now. And the reason you act now is because Omicron is far more transmissible. Delta was bad enough. Omicron is even more transmissible. I know the comeback to that is that so far, it looks as if if you get COVID-19 from Omicron, the case isn't as bad as if you get it uh, from Delta. That's the first argument. Second argument is, hey, we're all vaccinated. Okay. Hey, we're all vaccinated. So is damn near everybody in the NHL. So are all the students at UVic, and that hasn't prevented outbreaks. So you're going to get outbreaks. The second thing is, even if most of the cases are not as bad and not as ferocious, for the people that are my age, 70 and older, and for the people that have all kinds of vulnerabilities, It might be harder on us, right? It might be harder on those people. We've seen that with the fourth wave. A lot of people were vaccinated then, too. So even if only a small number of cases end up in hospital or in the ICU, um, if there's a lot of cases, and Dr. Henry's own projection yesterday shows cases spiking at, you know, thousands by the end of the month, um, 
a small percentage of those can add up to a lot of people in hospital. We saw that during the fourth wave in right. the fall. You know, Simi, most regions in the province had pretty good numbers all fall. But in the north, in some regions, you had a lot of cases. Vancouver Island, Island Health, has been doing great comparatively. People are coming here because we're seen as safer. You got this outbreak at UVic, the outbreak with the rugby team that traveled to Ontario, the outbreak at the religious camp in North Island. All of a sudden, we got some of the worst numbers in British Columbia. And also, let's talk about the rapid test situation yeah. because, yeah. you know, I'm I'm a bit confused by this because on the one hand, you had the federal finance minister, Krista Freeland, talking about the use of rapid tests in her office, right, to determine yeah, where... Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, if it's good enough for the federal finance minister, why isn't it good enough for BC? Uh, you know, this is so reminiscent of BC's refusal to use the alert-ready system uh, during emergencies. You know, well, we don't have a lot of confidence in it. Everywhere else are using it, right? But... We aren't persuaded that it's the right thing. And on rapid testing, it's the same thing. Uh, The most disturbing part of the briefing yesterday was finally when the question was asked again and again by reporters who are doing their job on this story, even though there's a lot of people out there who think they aren't, right? A whole bunch of questions. Finally, we get that, well, you know, this was Dr. Henry, right? It's there in the transcript. We have, you know, uh, several hundred thousand tests, rapid tests, uh, but we're not distributing them for home testing because they, I'm not making this up, Simi, they come in a big box of 20 to 25 tests and you'd have to take them out of the box and put them in little individual packages with dilutant in order to distribute them to individuals. Well, it was one of, a couple what? of my colleagues pointed out yesterday to me, that's exactly what they're doing in Nova Scotia. Using that miracle device, the Ziploc bag, <laughs> that's what they do. They take them out of the box, they put them in little Ziploc bags, and they hand them out to people so they can do rapid testing. But testing is not a silver bullet. That's what the government said about Alert Ready, too, right? About emergency exactly. declarations. It, it's a useful tool. It's also reassuring to people. And the one thing I would say, Simi, having covered this story now, and I have colleagues who've covered it in greater detail, but I've been following it for 20 months and counting or 22 months and counting. British Columbia and Dr. Henry do themselves no favors in the areas where they aren't transparent and open, where they don't give clear answers or follow the examples of other places, because it undermines their authority where they get things right. And British Columbia has gotten many things right. You know, we we found a better balance than most jurisdictions between lockdowns and restrictions and keeping the economy going. And that shows up in the province's fiscal right. They made the right decision, in my view, on keeping the schools open. I think the places that closed their schools were did it badly. So my experience in the feedback I get when I do point out some criticisms is, Simi, you hear from two groups. You hear from the people who think that Dr. Henry can do no wrong, and you hear from the people who think she's perpetrating a hoax. What we need is some kind of balance. Right in the middle, yes. Right in the middle. And I think most of us that are covering it are trying to find that middle ground, explain things, go forward. It is frustrating 
when they don't give a good explanation yeah. or they don't give us the stuff because it undermines the areas where you're, they're trying their best and mostly getting it right. Are they waiting, do you think, for more information on this Omicron variant? I know there's a lot of indications that, okay, it's it's a milder form, that yeah. it doesn't infect the same way. Did you get a sense that maybe Dr. Henry was waiting for more on that? Uh, yeah, I think that's the explanation. I, I think that's what they're doing. I, I guess, um, you know, have a look at the uh, piece on A4 of the Globe Mail today uh, by Carly Weeks, uh, where she quotes some very good experts in other jurisdiction saying you can't wait, um, saying, look, uh, it's spread uh, atmospherically. You need right now to crack down on people meeting indoors, unmasked, and some sectors of the economy aren't going to like that. I don't think hockey fans are going to like it. I don't think restaurants are going to like it. But you need to act now on indoors because of the speed with which this thing spreads. It's spreading geometrically. Ontario's already there. European countries are already there. Our neighbors in Washington State are already there. Once again, we've been lucky. We have time to get ready. But the strong message, Simi, coming, I hear from elsewhere, is use that time to crack down now and prepare for the worst, because your worst-case scenario may come true. So true. All right, Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye.